access. Thanks, Emily. I just go into jiggle mode. Down deep below the surface. Down, down deep below the surface. Full access. Thanks, Emily. I just go into jiggle mode. Down deep below the surface. Down, down deep below the surface. Yeah. Welcome, everybody, to the Think Different Podcast. As I'm sitting here jiggling and jiving to the beat of the song, Frank doesn't know what I'm listening to, but he is back here for another week. That's right. It's Will and Frank. We are back together once again for another episode. This is episode number 56. Man, that means 55 weeks in a row you have listened to this voice and you couldn't be happier. Make sure you subscribe. We are available everywhere. Stitcher, Pandora, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Music, we are everywhere, folks. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a five-star, a thumbs-up, and share this episode out. We thank you guys for joining us every single week. We are, again, former Apple workers. We are now on a podcast talking about Apple and our store experiences. But, ladies and gentlemen, got to introduce the man, the myth, the, well, definitely legend. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Mr... Frank Funk. Frank, how you doing, sir? Hey, what's up? How's things going, man? Things I'm going good, well? man. I just, I, mean, I just had my water here. I had a little <laughs> bit crazy of a week, by the way. I'm learning the ins and outs of Cobra insurance. God, don't be on Cobra, goes. It is one uh, of the worst things. And the company Wageworks, by the way, is one of the worst companies to deal with. Corona Cobra. <laughs> that is what I'm dealing with right now. We're in the middle of a pandemic with... With coronavirus, I have to deal with Cobra. We are Corona Cobra. Corona Cobra. That's right. Well, Frank, it's it's, it. it's good to see you. Now, we have to catch in. We have to know. Frank, did you stick with your keto diet, and how much are you down? I, yes, I am sticking with my keto diet. And, Will, I lost three and a half pounds, buddy, this week. Now, do you know the total that you're at right now? Yes, I do. Hold on. I'll let you know. Just a second. Oh, God. Well, while we ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank you very much for joining us for episode number 56, and we are appreciating every single one of you coming every single week. And we hope that you're going to not only our Facebook page, but also you're going to our Instagram and Twitter. You should already know all those hashtags because I put them in the notes every single week. Frank! Hey, so I'm, since I started my keto diet, I've lost 47 pounds. That is amazing. 47 pounds. Yes. And this is what, two months? Uh, I started in May. Yeah, May. That is incredible. Yep. Amazing. When I tell you the keto diet works, it works as long as you stick with it. I, um, you know, we're really, uh, <laughs> we're having a good time with it. Uh, and I, I, I am not feeling like I'm on a diet, if you know what I mean. And to bring to the point, too, you know, one of the reasons why I think I'm finally having a child is because of the keto diet. My wife went on keto. We were, it was a, a thing we heard about, and we decided to go for it. And, you know, because we are now expecting a boy in the family, we feel like keto had something to do with it. So, just gotta say, I think keto helps a lot. Hey, listen, if you ever need a name, mm-hmm. I'm giving you my permission. You can, you can name him Frank. It's a great name. Uh, so it'd be Frank William Vafidis. That would be the name. That's, hey, that has a nice ring, buddy. Someone's firing off fireworks during the podcast. That You know what? Stop firing off fireworks. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right. Well, let, this week is all about news this week. We decided to 
not really stick to, we have a couple Apple Store stories, but we wanted to stick with the news of what's going on in the world. And right the day we recorded our podcast, like the day after, they decided, well, you know what, since uh, the uh, podcast is going up and they already recorded it, well, let's release a new iMac. And that's exactly what they did. Now, there is not much to this new iMac as far as a physical look. Now, that is something that, of course, everybody is waiting for. We have the same look for the past five to six years. Nothing has changed in a long time with this one. But there are some significant improvements uh, that we do need to talk about in this one. Uh, number one is the 27 inches, the main one that has been upgraded. They basically kept the same design, but there is a difference in the nano texture glass. Now, if you don't know what that is, that is a matte finish. We have not seen a matte finish on a Mac in a long time. Um, I would say on a affordable Mac, not one of those XDR displays. I'm talking about an affordable Mac. Since probably the MacBook in 2015, when it used to have that different edge, when they had that matte look to it. And this is not an overlay on the screen. This is actually no. etched in the screen, which yes. uh, is a pretty interesting concept. And it's expensive, everybody. That that just makes sense. Make sure you know that, too. Uh, it's a $500 upgrade, but it gets that glare off the screen, which a lot of Macs have a lot of glare, which is no doubt. I'm, the display's gotten better over time, but still, having that light, less glare on there is going to be so much better to have. And this was a, a little bit more of a surprise. They put a 1080p FaceTime camera in there. Yeah. That was surprising, Frank, because, uh, of course, be all their Macs have that. 720. Yeah, I knew you'd about be happy time. about that. Yeah. What was so surprising is why this one? You know, that's what made it a little weird. There's no Face ID. They did upgrade the T2 chip. Now the T2 chip is now built into this Mac for the protection. There is no, of course, Touch ID. You have to use an Apple Watch is probably your best way to unlock it. Right. Right now they haven't built the technology to put it into a wireless keyboard, which, you know, you think they would be able to do, especially that. But... I don't know. That might be a little fishy with that because anybody can get on a keyboard and do something to it. It would be a little interesting if they were able to do that. Performance-wise, they have a 10th generation Intel processor as well. So they're upgraded to the most current one that they really need to do. Uh, they have the Radon's latest GPUs. They, have, they still have the four USB-A ports and the two USB-Cs. But another big upgrade was the SSD storage that is now a standard build on the iMac. Yep, no more uh, so, Fusion Drive. Well, yes and no. Uh, that is not necessarily true. Uh, so, on the 21 inch, there is. Yes, but on the 27, there isn't. No, they did. They, they you basically have a choice, and that really, that's why the 21 inch is not new. They just decided to change the internal. To would you rather have? the SSD, or would you rather have the Fusion? You have a choice, actually, which is not bad, and it's the same price. That was the only thing that did happen with the 21-inch, if you want to call it new. They just decided just to give you an option. The 21, like you said, there's not, not much of uh, on the outside has changed, uh, you know, faster processors, but I think the, the big thing is in the 27. You have the, yeah. the nano screen that you talked about, um, you have no more fusion drive. It's all SSD. Mm -hmm. uh, you can really load this sucker up. I mean, if you want to do some high-level processing, you can really beef this sucker up. Now, the 27 also is the only Mac, the only iMac, that you can, the user, can um, put their own RAM in. 
that's yes, that's, that's continuing correct. on this one. Um, Very good point. Do you know what the capacity is now on this? Uh, yes, actually, what I was going to do was I always like to give the full amount, like the highest amount you could pay for on this Mac. That's always a good thing to look at. <laughs> uh, so the highest amount that could go on here is a 128 DDR4 memory, which would add you another $2,600. It's also a 5K display. It is. Uh, now, it's been 5K for a while. Yeah. Uh, so they, they've already had that. So I'm going to add every upgrade processor memory, graphics, storage, 10 gigabit ethernet. Uh, I'm gonna leave the magic mouse the way it is and the trackpad the way it is. So if, without tax, how much, Frank, do you think this is gonna cost? I think it's gonna come in just under three. How much? Just under 3,000. For all the upgrades? Yeah. That includes eight terabyte SSD storage. Oh, eight terabyte? Oh, you're going to be... No, yeah. I think yeah, I'll say... I'm giving I'll you a chance. Sir. I, I'm letting I'll you know, Frank, you're not anywhere near it. So that's why I'm trying to get oh, you a okay. little higher. All right. I guess I got to go higher, huh? What's it? What's it? 5,000? Okay, it's 87.99. Wow. For all the upgrades on there. So if you're somehow making a ton of money, this would be the computer for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not much to it. I mean, obviously, there wasn't a new design or anything to this. Uh, this is really more so for someone who's had a three-year-old iMac and may need an upgrade. Uh, you know, that that's who this is for. Uh, the nano texture would be really great. And I honestly think, you know, why would someone buy an iMac Pro now, even though they also got upgraded a little bit? One major thing, though, this is something, Frank, you may not know. The solid state is soldered to the board. Really? So you cannot replace the SSD without replacing the whole logic board on this model. So that's very important because you people are kind of smart enough. They could open up uh, where the SSD actually sat was behind the logic board in this model. And you were able to remove it and put it back in. You will not be able to do this in this model. And I think that has to do with the T2 chip and it has to do with uh, the performance. So... Just remember that before you decide to you know, uh, go up. You forgot. You forgot that. one major upgrade for the bean counters. The what? The accountants. The keyboard on this machine, they have brought back the number pad. So that's standard on this uh, wireless keyboard. So it's gotcha. not just the keyboard. Now you have the number pad. So. If you're, uh, and that's if you're a wired account, model. Yeah, on the yeah. twenty on the twenty seven inch. I used to work in accounting, and I thought, oh, that's really nice. Now they brought back the number pad again. So, well, they I know that's always been a, an option to get that, or I think to switch it. But now you're saying it comes standard. Yep. Okay, so that's a standard uh, look for it. So. Uh, overall, great that they finally upgraded. I, I'm glad they didn't change the whole design around because I'm waiting for, we're obviously waiting for the new chips to go in there. I agree. I think um, when they, they're going to unveil the new chip, the new design all at the same time. Um, I don't know if it'll be next year or when, but I think that's going to be the, uh, I'll say the next big thing. Well, let's get to our next article, and this has to do with the WeChat. Now, as you know, President Trump doesn't really like WeChat so much, does does he? No, he does not. Yeah. And so, do you know why? I would love, Frank, why don't you tell everyone why? The reason he doesn't like 
not that he doesn't like WeChat. WeChat is controlled by the Chinese government. Now, pretty much every, I was going to say Oriental, but I don't think that's the correct term anymore. Um, I'll just use it. All right. Any, any um, Chinese, Korean, Japanese, WeChat is the app. Now, what it does, it's not just a, a messaging app. In China and Korea, you use that app for everything. I mean, you mm -hmm. can order lunch, you can order a, paying for a things, care, yeah, paying for things, all within that. So it's it's an app. There are apps within this app. Now, President Trump's big point on this is that the Chinese government can glean any information that they want from that app. Mm -hmm. So his point is simply that that app to be available here in the United States could potentially uh, invade our privacy. Now, mm -hmm. Tim Cook's job is to convince him that somehow that cannot happen here in the States. Um, right. Because what it might come down to is he may ban that app just here in the States, not worldwide. Um, I know mm -hmm. there were a couple of reports that if he did that, iPhone sales would drop by 30 percent. And I, yep. I, I think that's all speculation. But um, I think President Trump's concern is that that would be a way for the Chinese government to gleam information from American citizens. And I think that's his fear. So the job is going to be to prove that they can't do that. From what I understood, that Tim Cook is basically trying to sell him that no matter, even if the app is stored on their phone, is installed on this phone, it's still pri there's still a privacy factor to it. Now, also, a lot of features in WeChat are not on this app. Like, let's make that straight. It's really more of a chat and a phone app here where right. globally it's it's, it's used for a lot more right um which yes they are willingly knowingly giving their information to the government and i'm i'm pretty sure that's very clear in their terms and conditions when they when they sign up for it. or they have no choice it's one or the other you know as far as the sales going down i could see that because a lot of people as you know will buy it here in the u.s and ship it there because of the price difference and of course they'll probably install their own version of their iOS, which allows it to work there, and that's a, another big thing. So instead of seeing a, so many people that come to the Apple stores and trying to buy these phones and then bring it over there, it may not be as it may not be much of a sellable. You know, it's hard because those two are never on the same page. <laughs> you know, uh, well, I don't want to bring my personal opinion on it. I I think um, Apple's one of Apple's biggest thing is privacy, and I believe if, if Tim Cook can ensure and prove to President Trump that it is safe and secure for the American citizens, I, I think that it'll continue. He'll drop it? So I mean, I, he might always continue it just because he's Trump, but 
you know, it depends. I mean, but he has because he's he's. But I understand why Trump brings it up. But a lot of people don't know that. See, that's like this is why it's an this is an educational platform for for everybody is to know that maybe not everyone knows that. And instead of the news glorifying everything, why not just talk to two people that just you know don't have much skin in the game but have enough information to tell you what it's about. And read articles, like, you know, read articles, especially on, like, 9 to 5 Mac or Mac Rumors. They'll talk about it. Uh, and that, and I don't think they have a side on, on anything, at least from what I right. read. Well, I mean, how, how many people, when we would tell them in the store about uh, Google, knowing every site that you go to, and then they sell it in front, how do you say, no, nah, they don't do that, they don't do that? Well, guess what? They do do that. <laughs> and Facebook. You know, the same kind of thing. They sell that information. The other thing that's kind of tied into that with President Trump is uh, TikTok. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a whole other one. Uh, there were some rumors that Apple was looking to maybe make a bid on that. But then I saw that Twitter is making a bid on it. I don't know that Twitter bidding on anything is a good thing, but we'll see what happens with that, too. I'll keep you posted on anything that I find on that. I don't know. What do you think if Apple buys that? What do you think? I don't think they should buy that. I think that thing's stupid. I think it's a fad. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a fad. I mean, it, it, I mean, you, the only the people that it attracts is the younger generation. And by the way, they aren't buying this stuff. Their parents are buying this yeah. stuff. Okay. So I don't think it's worth buying them for a social network. I understood why they buy Beats because they only just not only bought the headphone, but they bought the music library, and that was the key to get what they wanted to get off the ground, which was Apple Music at the end of the day. So I'm trying to think, what are they going to turn that into that's going to make them money uh, at the end of the day? Because I think now that you, when they bought Beats, now you can see the success and the headphones that came with it. Look at the technology we now have in AirPods and stuff like that. It all started from that. There's a lot of benefits that happen with that. I can't see how TikTok's going to be that. Do you think that uh, Apple could beef up one of their current apps to compete with TikTok? Like, uh, they have the Clips app. The Clips app is the perfect app to do it. That would be the app. If they can if they can be able to do something with Clips that could do the, the same exact thing, and maybe you could still post it on TikTok or in other platforms, because they're trying to make Clips the social media video app. And I'll be honest, guys, it's not that great of an app. It's very hard to edit, especially if you got to go backwards and redo something. Right, right. But let's move on with that. Uh, let's get let's get rid of WeChat here for a second. This was something that we uh, left off with last week. So you remember, Frank, we talked about that $1,000 iPhone? Yes. Problem? Well, if you didn't listen to it, guess what? You have to go back to episode 55 <laughs> and you got to download it uh, because we talked about a the, the basis of a... Two, a mother and a son pair were uh, guilty of exchanging fake iPhones in a Swiss Apple store. Now, Frank, it's time to talk about what happened. Uh, so, as of today, of our actions, huh? Yes. Who would have thunk it? The son has been sentenced to 40 months in jail. Wow. And while his mother picked up a suspended sentence, so his 56-year-old mother has gone off with an 18-month suspended sentence. Now, why is that? that? Why, yeah. why? I mean, that sounds kind of, um, what happened to equality among the genders? Yeah. I mean, oh, he got 56 not months, in this case. suspended. There's got to be some reason that either she, 
she probably maybe just shipped them, but he was among going to the store maybe and actually physically doing it. It's very I don't know what that's about, but that's pretty quick how they they were they were found guilty pretty quickly. That was the follow up to the story of last week. If you want to hear more about it, go back to uh, last week's episode, episode fifty five. You will see uh, what we t uh, what that was about. And let's continue on forward. So let's talk about the Chicago Apple Store's looting. Now, as we know, over, I believe it was Monday, there was an article that came out about two Chicago Apple Stores that were looted. There were protests uh, began after a man was shot by police. Now, do you know much about that, Frank? Yes, I do. Um, what had happened, the police got a call that there was a man with a gun. So the police show up. There's a, uh, I forget his age, he was a rather young guy, with a gun. They tell him to stop. He turns around and starts shooting at the cops. So the cops return fire and they put him down. Now, what I mean by putting him down is that he, he's not dead. He's uh, wounded, he's, he's recovering in the hospital. Now, so then what happens, the rumor goes out that the police shot uh, a kid. Okay, so then within hours, the looters go down to, um, what is it called, the Green Mile in Chicago, which is the high-end stores, and they start looting. There's a, there's a video out on YouTube, a guy driving his Audi right through the windows of this store, and everybody standing around outside. Once the glass comes down, they all run inside and the free-for-all begins. Then the police respond to the looting. 13 cops were hurt. Uh, I think there was something like 50 or 80 people arrested. Uh, it's just, and then there's a, a bridge that goes to this section of town. They actually raised the bridge because people were coming in with cars filled with people, looting, throwing shit back in the cars, and trying to escape. It's crazy. Just absolutely crazy. And you know, you know, it's funny too, Frank, when I was looking at the article, it says protests began after a man was shot by police. That yes. is very vague. Yes. And it didn't mention anything what you just said about the guy shooting at them first, right? Yep. Because people are going to read one sentence and they say, oh, that was what happened. Yep. This is why I don't look at the news. See, this is, and then, uh, so these two stores were, were robbed. Uh, you know, we talked about this back in episode 46. We talked about the looting with Josh. So if you want to go listen to that episode, when the big riots happened that, that first week of all the, everything that was going on, back in episode 46, you can listen to that. And, you know, it's good to know the guy's not dead. He didn't kill him. But again, these are more Apple stores that just got destroyed. And again, who's going to be brought to justice for that? Nobody. They, and, and I mean, they are, they were wiped clean. I mean, there was, if you look at the pictures. I am looking uh, at them. There's, there's, there's nothing, nothing on those tables. There's nothing, nothing on those on tables, tables, guys. There's stuff on the walls, too, which I think is funny. They left the cases Yeah, because there. that's the stuff that isn't serialized, and you could probably uh, sell that. But I guess it doesn't have a real high ticket value. And again, if you steal stuff from the Apple Store, guess what? They know, and they can track it. So, again, you're wasting your time. Uh, the real stuff's in the back. <laughs> yeah, I, I think what, what most people do with that stuff, though, I mean, I, I could be wrong, but 
my, my uh, supposition is that they're going to try to sell it over the web and the poor schmuck who buys it thinks he's going to get a deal on something goes to turn it on and find out guess what doesn't work he's going to take it to an apple store and they're going to confiscate it and he's going to be out of money and he's going to have nothing yeah and he's going to have uh, it's a, now that's just kind of smart if you're going to buy an iphone check out the imei number before you do it you know kind of get an idea where that came from because i think it's very important or i would tell you only buy refurbished ones from apple uh, I mean, I've sold stuff online, you know, I mean, obviously I'm a, I'm a good person. I'm not going to try to rob somebody out of money, but you got to know who you're buying from sometimes. I even think Facebook Marketplace is not a bad idea to buy it from. At least you can see their profile. You know who they are. You know, you could see like you can kind of get a history of who they are. So, you know, they're not really a fake profile. So I hate to say it, Facebook Marketplace is actually probably the safest way. I mean, think of back in the day when we sold things on Craigslist. You know, where you didn't know who you were talking to. You didn't know you were giving your number to. You know, at least Facebook's a lot safer so for that. But it's a shame. If something looks too good to be true, chances are it is too good to be true. You know, it's the old buyer beware. You know, you got to be very careful. I bought a set of drums over the, over the Internet, and um, I checked out the person that I was buying them from. So, I mean... Um, because, I mean, well, it was a big ticket item for me. And um, I wanted to make sure that, you know, who you're buying them from is reputable. And I found out that this guy, the guy I was buying them from was a professional musician. He played for Boss Skaggs. He played for Travis Tritt. Lives down in Nashville. So, you know, was a very reputable person. So that's the kind of background check you really need to do. A very small bit of news, but this is something if you want to try it out, you can install WatchOS 7, the public beta now, on your uh, watches. Now, that I remember back in the day, that wasn't around uh, for a long time where you couldn't do a beta program on the watch, but they're offering it now. Now, if you're going to do this, again, you have to be running the iOS 14 beta first. Uh, now, I personally don't have that on my phone because I still do my wedding videos and I have to make sure my drone don't crash. So because of the buggy system, I can't take the risk of it. Also, I'm also filming video on it on sometimes and I can't have that crash and fail and not turn back on again or something else bigger happening. So you need to uh, only do it if you don't care about what happens to your phone. Uh, obviously, it won't not work anymore, but it will be buggy. And the same thing with your watch. Like I would personally put on my watch but I can't do it because I can't have the beta 14. I don't know, how about you, Frank? I know you don't usually do betas, right? Uh, I did a beta once and it was nice, but then when, it w when the gold version was released, I had nothing to look forward to because I had already been using it. You know what I mean? I mean, that sounds kind of silly, but it's kind of like, I like the anticipation of the release of a, a new version and then playing with it when it when it comes out, getting it when it when the gold version is released, I like that. As as a user, I I think it's uh, one of the fun things to do, because I'm not really a developer. So for me, playing with it, and if something happened, I would just be really pissed off. Yeah. So understandable. So uh, I'm I'm quite happy to wait. But uh, I'm looking forward to um, the new release. I'm also looking forward to the, to the uh, iPhone 12. I will definitely uh, pick that up. And you're, not, and you're rocking an iPhone 11 right now? 10. Oh, yeah, it's time to upgrade. That's for sure.
so, but that's a long time. And I thought, you know what? As weird of a story that this is, I had to bring it up, Frank, because you remember this era. Ladies and gentlemen, the last blockbuster that that's in Oregon is available for rent on Airbnb for one night. You could actually go there, stay overnight inside of a blockbuster. They set up a like a couch, a blow-up mattress, a TV, and you could go watch as many rentals as you want uh, overnight. Uh, and that's coming up pretty soon. Well, <laughs> where is that at? So this is in Oregon. Uh, it's in Bend, Oregon. It is the last known is the last blockbuster that's in existence. Which, by the way, I think she makes a killing on, yeah. because of the nostalgia feeling of it. And on Airbnb, you can start booking on August seventeenth for guess what? Only four dollars a night. Wow. They that's said, a steal. Do they have the popcorn still? I I don't I I'm not sure about that. But basically, the woman gives you the keys to the place, and you get to stay there overnight. Wow. That's cool. I'm surprised it's only $4. I think people would pay $500 just to do it. I don't know about $500. Well, that's a lot. Of, that's a um, lot. To stay inside of a blockbuster? like a re you're, you're staying in a retail store. Yeah, I know. But is it, are they DVDs or are they VHS? I don't know. I'm sure they're DVDs. Too. They, still, <laughs> they still rent DVDs and Blu-rays. Come on. Uh, but I think it's very interesting. I and I think, you know what? That's such a smart idea. As, uh, it's just like, because I think for $4, Frank, you would do it once. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Four Come on, bucks, you went to Blockbuster yeah, back in the day. Lose, that right? was... Right. I mean, right. how many people she can get, you fill in a, in a Blockbuster four. at $4 four. a day? It's only, four, it's only four, four people are allowed. That's the max. Wow. That's kind of weird. So. You know, um, in, in my area... There's a guy. There's a guy with a restaurant um, who's trying to. He <laughs> during the pandemic, what he's doing, he sets up a uh, a truck with a screen, and he's promoting it as a drive-in. Right, you, you go into the parking lot, and I, I guess you tune to a certain radio station, and he's project. Now he's charging forty dollars a car, and I'm like, no, nah, I don't think so. <laughs> so that's funny you say that because there's a uh, someone in my in my town. It's a if you look him up, it's Facebook. Back to the movies. He bought these humongous LED projector screens. Like these are really high quality, like like WWE Titantron quality. Wow. Uh, um, and he used it for a lot of colleges used him for it. But the one thing he did it was it was a drive-in, and the town paid for it. Huh. So. That's how he's getting a lot of bookings. Is the town is paying for them. All you have to do is live there, and you got to go in for free. Now some of them were paid, which were like twenty dollars, but they're like smaller films. Uh, the one film I saw was Star Wars. No, so not a bad film to go to. Yeah. But there's been other ones where they have they have like ones in the afternoon. It's like very older films, then maybe something a little more recent, maybe not as popular, and then the real big one at night. So that's how he's structuring it, and it's tremendous, and it looks great. How are, how are they handling the copyrights and permissions? That's not my that's not my problem. But thank you everybody for joining <laughs> us here on the Think Different podcast. But we appreciate you guys coming on every single Friday and listening to us. As far as that answer goes, Frank, I have no clue. Wow. Not my business. Okay. Uh, but I, I hope they have something worked out where they won't get hit. I, I sure hope so. Yeah, me too. 
We appreciate you guys coming on to our uh, podcast episode today. We are happy to be here every single week to talk about Apple and sometimes some random crap. And that's how we ended this podcast with a bunch of random crap. All right, everybody. Thank you very much. Another week is in. Enjoy your weekend. We will be back here right here next week for the Think Different Podcast. Peace out, brother. Ooh, Tim, I hope you heard that.